Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area with an office right there in Pinconning. Come by, say hello. You can also visit online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, we've got a great show on tap today. What's going on with you? Well, you know, Walter, I just got back from uh, the great state of Maine, did some grouse hunting. And I'm I'm getting ready to go to the great state of Maine. I was going to say, you're getting ready to go to the great state of Maine, so we should have met in the middle, right? That's right. Exactly. Well, we'll plan that next time. We'll plan that better. We'll have to. We'll we'll, uh, Baxter State Park would have been right in between the two places where we'll be. So we could use that as our meeting ground and go, go check out the park. Big fun. Well, we'll have to do that. Or as we talked earlier, we'll have to meet in Ray, Colorado. That's right. That's yeah, right. We'll have to do that. So. The, the W-R-A-Y yes. style of Ray, Colorado. Yes. Yeah. yes. I'll look and see if they have any good restaurants. I'm pretty sure it's kind of middle of nowhere out in Colorado. But I'm My brother walks around, and he bought this uh, T-shirt that says Ray, Colorado. Oh, is that so right? I don't, okay. I don't know where he got it from, but he in Ray University. I think he had them made up, but... Um, um, it was funny to see those T-shirts made out. So W-R-A-Y, you're right, is a different spelling, but, um, you know, versus the R-A-Y or R-A-Y-E or whatever. It's the so, right yeah. spelling. It's the it's right the spelling. Right spelling. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. I uh, Unfortunately, Ray, Colorado is right next to, uh, I guess it's layered. I thought it was lard. I was going to say, man, that stinks to live. If you lived in lard, Colorado, that would oh, be yeah. no, no fun. No, it was layered, I guess, but. Laird's better. Laird's better. That's a little better. Uh, well, I'll have to remember that when I'm when I go through Ray, I'm going to pick you up a T-shirt so that you can walk around one with one like your brother. Uh, we'll have to meet out there because I haven't yeah. been there yet. So right. I've been wanting to go there. I'm going to go do some uh, restaurant researching. We'll see what we can find out there. There you go. And then we'll, then we'll go fly fishing after that back back closer well, to the rivers. Maybe I'll spend two weeks with you now. There you go. Come on out. <laughs> yeah. We'll make we'll make it happen. There we go. Uh, so yeah, you had a great trip out there and uh, now settling back in for the fall in, in Michigan. Are you got any other big uh, trips coming up? No more big trips coming okay. up, but uh, you know, local trips here, but nothing out of state like I like I just came back from. So I'm looking forward to some trout fishing here, some fly fishing still going on here in Nassabo and, and other tributaries, but we're going to have some fun doing that. And then uh, deer season's around the corner. And so it's that time of year where I really, really enjoy it. Excellent. Well, I am very glad. Uh, I, this is my favorite month of the year as well. So I've been enjoying this last couple of weeks and looking forward to what's ahead um, the rest of the month as well. Uh, well, let's div- dive into our first topic of the day. You know, we love having kind of some fun topics to begin our shows each week. And so we're talking Jerry Seinfeld this week. Were you a big Seinfeld fan when it was uh, when it was running or, or back when now the, the replays, I guess, are on all the time still? I was. I he, he had a different sense of humor that I really enjoyed. How about you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Seinfeld is great. I, I didn't get into it as much as uh, it was slightly before my time of like my TV watching time, if you know what I mean. Like I was a little too young to appreciate Seinfeld when it was on for real. Um, and in the replays, I've been more of like an office fan and that sort of thing. But I've caught enough episodes to certainly get the Seinfeld, uh, you know, shtick and, and the appeal of it for sure. Sure. 
So we're going to see what we can learn from Jerry Seinfeld's quotes on today's show when it comes to retirement planning. And there's some there's some unknown wisdom, I think, in the way Jerry approached life in that show. And we're going to adapt it over to the financial planning world. Does that sound good to you? So we're using Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know where you guys come up with all these questions, but let's give it a whirl. you got to think outside the box every once in a while. You guys do. You know that. All right. So uh, one of uh, the Jerry Seinfeld quotes that we want to extract some retirement wisdom from is that sometimes the road less traveled is less traveled for a reason. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, that makes sense, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So what do we, you know, the, the road less traveled, let's think about that for a minute when it relates to investments. Let me ask you a uh, question first, Walter. How many pundits on TV have you heard telling you or telling millions of people that they're advertising to they have the secret? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty common thing, right? Like, we've got the secret to help you do it yourself, or we've got the secret to help do it for you, or solve your ills, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, we can time the market, we can get in and out, it's exact time, buy gold, buy Bitcoin, whatever it is. And when you subscribe to that, because that's typically what they're trying to get you to do, is subscribe to some sort of newsletter and get their, get their knowledge, it rarely works out, because as we know, you can't time the market, you can't do those types of things. So... If we're looking at a road less traveled, let's look at something that's been around for over 100 years. Why don't we do that? Millions of people are doing it every single day. And what is that? Well, they're saving a little bit of their paycheck every week into a 401k. They're doing it over a 20 or 30 year time period. And at the end of that 20 or 30 year time, guess what? You have a chunk of money. Normally, you're going to have a good chunk of money. What is that? tell you that if we just you know sit down and we take some discipline and we start withdrawing as much as we can out of our 401ks, 403bs, so on, and just start that. Just start it. That's all you have to do. And over time, it will accumulate. We're going to go through all the ups and downs in the market. Um, like we're going through now, we're going to go through downs. And by the way, Walter, downs are typical. They happen. People seem to forget that they happen. But what happens after a down market, it comes back. So let's go down that road that's more traveled. Let's start doing the everyday investing like we've been doing for 100 years into 401ks, into stocks, into bonds, into whatever you're doing. And let's start that saving to, so we can get to and through retirement because that's what we're all about. We were off-roading uh, recently, Connie and I were, and uh, we were going up the mountain and we looked over to the side because the trail we were on was getting kind of crowded. And then Connie said, well, it doesn't look like a lot of people are going down this route. And and I said this exact same thing. I was like, yeah, I think there's a reason people aren't going down that way. And I don't want to find out why. <laughs> the, the main trail was tough enough. I don't, I don't know if I want to go too far off the beaten path here. So, yeah, I, I get this one for sure. Sometimes the road less traveled, less traveled for a reason. All right, here's some more Jerry Seinfeld advice. It's amazing that the amount of news that happens in the world every day always just exactly fits the newspaper. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? I like that. That's good. Yeah. So what do you take from that? Well, I don't know. It's just uh, things are being crafted and curated. And uh, of course, that amount of news isn't the exact amount of news happening every day. But there's only limited space for opinions and thoughts and, and things to, to cover, right? Yeah. And what's the, what is, I'm going to ask you questions on this question, Walter. What's the behind the scene motives usually when happens to news? Well, they, they got to sell newspapers or in today's world, clicks stuff. and views and those kinds of things. So there's entertainment motivation behind that. Right. So do we actually know if that news is real news or how do you determine if that news is good for you? I don't know. It's, it's hard to do that, right? It's hard and that, to do that's that, our right? problem right now these days. Right, right. So the, the way I put it is when people come in and they'll say, I heard this on the news. I don't know if this is going to work. I hear this all the time. 
you know, this, this investment, that investment, well, let's figure it out. How do we figure it out? We're going to put it into your plan and see if it makes sense. Now, being a fiduciary, that's what we have to do. We have to put things in your best interest. In our simplicity process, I can do exactly that. If you come in and say, I have this investment, and let's look at it and see if it'll fit into my plan, we can put it in there and it, and it will tell us via your retirement number, whether your rate goes up or down, it will say, yeah, it helps you or it doesn't help you as far as income planning when you're in getting into retirement and going through retirement. So don't listen to everything that's out there in the news. Um, good Lord, I just listened to or I open up uh, Yahoo Finance the other day. And every time I open up that, I see Robert, what's his name? Kiyosaki? Yeah, I, something like that. Yeah, I know what you're Rich, talking about. Rich Dad, Ki- Kiyosaki, Saki, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Every time I see that, you know, the world's going to end tomorrow. So it, well, it's it's done to, you know, sell, you got to buy his book, you got to buy his newsletter, you got to buy something. And I'm not just saying that him, maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong. I don't know. But there's all of these stuff that's going on out there. And it's, and it's done for a reason. It's to get you to click this and buy this and do those other types of things. So just remember that in the back of your mind. Very interesting and uh, great takeaways from that particular quote about fitting that news into the paper. Same amount every day. Interesting. As Jerry would say, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Uh, if you have any questions, by the way, as we talk about financial planning and retirement on today's show, you can always reach out to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. 888-885-PLAN. He is your financial coach based in Pinconning, born and raised in the area, and more than three decades of experience in the financial planning world. Also the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. All right, another famous uh, Seinfeld quote from the show. That's the true spirit of Christmas, people being helped by people other than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. A, re- a real philanthropist yeah. coming yeah. out at that point. So, yeah. so what they're saying is the concept of generosity seems like a good idea, but not one that be, should, should be executed by other people, right? Mm. One that should be executed by other people. Yeah, that's but a I can, point. I can tell you after doing this for 32 years, my happiest clients by far are the ones that volunteer are the ones that contribute to charities, are the ones that get involved in their local community. And like I said, by far, they're the happiest people I've come across in all the years I've been doing this. I've had clients go to Haiti. You know, I've had clients volunteer in churches. You know, they've been to places all over the world, Red Cross, hospitals. You know, and what is the one thing in common, Walter, that you think why why they're so happy and they start, you know, doing these types of things? Well, because you get more out of giving than receiving, right? Right. You have a purpose. Yep. And that's the number one thing when people come into my office and we're talking about retirement and they say, I'd like to retire in a year, maybe two years, whatever it is. I say, what's your purpose? And what do you mean? What is your purpose when you get in retirement? You've been punching the clock for 30 years. Now, all of a sudden, you don't have to punch a clock. The paycheck stop. What are you going to do to keep you, you know, your life motivated, to keep you happy, to keep you stimulated, to keep you going to and through retirement with the happiness that you've always dreamed about? So I think one of the things is is don't rely on other people to you know to get involved. You're, you're going to have to get involved to some extent and you know create your own. I, I don't want to say destiny, but create your own purpose in retirement. I think uh, you can't hammer that enough. I know it's something we talk about often here on the show, but there's a reason we talk about it so much because just as much as the money piece, the what are you going to do with your time piece, really, really is important and worth thinking about in depth. Seinfeld also said, confidence is a fascinating commodity. There's no upper limit on the usefulness of it as long as it doesn't bleed into arrogance. And that one you might have to chew on for a little bit, but how does that one strike you? Well, that's, uh, I, I don't remember that one. I remember the other two quotes that you said, but so the confidence. So let's think about that for a minute. When the market is going good, let's say the last couple of years, 
confidence is pretty high, I would think, wouldn't you, Walter? Pretty much so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, no, no matter what you did, you you typically couldn't go wrong. But what's happened here in the last six, eight months? Uh, much less confident. <laughs> much less confident, right? So how do you how do you handle that? You know, the confidence can go so far, but then all of a sudden we're in turbulent times like we are now. Then the confidence, you know, you, you may be stumbling a little bit. So in my office, how do we deal with that? Well, we're all about teaching. You know, and the reason is we want you to learn. It's going to help you make better, smart financial decisions. That's what this is all about. The more you learn, the more that you come across these times that we're going through now, the difficult times, the down markets, is going to help you make smart financial decisions. All boils down to this. You need a solid foundation, and that found solid foundation is going to be a solid plan. And it's no cookie cutter plan. We talk about this all the time. It's one made just for you, just for your circumstances, just for your income needs, just for your legacy, just for your goals, just for your income. There's no two people alike. In all the 32 years that I've been doing this, I can tell you there's no two people alike that come in my office. Some have pensions. Some have higher Social Security. Some have inheritance. Everybody is different. So don't let confidence get in your way just because things have been going good in the last couple of years. If you're on the fence now and you're thinking, am I making the right decisions? You need to go back to that foundation that we just talked about. You have to go back to your plan. See if it's keeping you grounded. See if it's meeting your expectations. See if it's it's going to create the retirement that you desired going into this. Great points across the board, Kevin. I love it. Again, if you've got questions, reach out to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. Talk about your financial plan in specifics, 888-885-PLAN, or go online and uh, shoot him an email, kevin at insightfolios.com, or the website itself, insightfolios.com, again, is what that is. All right, last but not least, Kevin, one more here. Seinfeld said, I am so busy doing nothing that the idea of doing anything, which, as you know, always leads to something, Cuts into the nothing and then forces me to have to drop everything. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of remember that one, too. That, was that, funny that one quote too. makes me want to watch the show. Just just that one right there. So what did we talk about earlier? Yeah, so for most people, when you retire, are you typically busier, do you think, Walter? It depends on, uh, on, on how you've crafted it, right? Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Some people are really, really busy. They're more busy. I, 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 Connie and I just met a uh, a couple that has has recently retired in the last couple of months, Kevin, and uh, we've we've become good friends with them. There are there are Colorado parents. We're joking, Ooh. and um, we we went out and went to see the elk bugling and whatnot with them uh, up in the mountains the other day, just to, like a, a for a double date and ate dinner up on the rocks in the mountains. It was very fun, and they're they recently retired, very young at heart. And they are busier than they've ever been, like just just crazy busy. They were talking about it because I was asking them all sorts of questions about retirement and things like that. And they just are like, man, we're so busy. And like from day one of retirement, we've been all over the place nonstop. So pretty, pretty fun to see that. But I know other I know my mom, her plan is totally different. She's going to retire and she's going to do nothing for at least six months is her is her plan. Like, you know, she she's like, I do want to do busy stuff at some point, but I want to literally do nothing for six months. <laughs> I bet you your mom cannot do that for six months. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But some people have a real, you know, problem with that when they retire, right? Yeah. They've been they've been punching that clock. They've been collecting that paycheck. One guy comes into mind that he worked here in a in a local community. He worked for the same company for over thirty years, and they kind of forced him out, or they didn't kind of they forced him out, and he retired, and he's miserable because he really enjoyed his work and he had, he found nothing to 
replace that with. He has no purpose right now. So he's just floundering and, you know, we just, I'm trying to, you know, help him as much as we can. You know, maybe he volunteers, maybe he works part-time someplace. And, he, and the reason is because he has nothing to look forward to every single morning. He gets up, what's going to happen today? Now, when you talk to you about your mom, you know, do nothing for six months. My dad said when he retired, he was going to wear out a recliner. So he went down and bought a brand new recliner. You know what he's wearing out instead of a recliner? Mm, the recliner? The treadmill. His cars. Oh, the cars. Oh, his okay. cars. Nice. Yeah. So he's got 8,000 miles. He hasn't had this car six weeks now. Um, so he's getting out and exploring and doing all sorts of fun stuff, huh? He's doing those things. So we have to have purpose. You can't do nothing in, in life. There's 32 years that I've been doing this. I've noticed that if you don't have a purpose going into retirement, you're going to struggle. And you're going to struggle because you're going to get up every morning and wonder, what do I do? What 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 do I have to do? And you're going to, you know, boredom sets in, depression sets in, all those other things. So stay involved, stay moving. And I told the story a long time ago, but my doctor said, you know, when he was going through medical school, he drove an old Volkswagen VW Bug and he had over 300,000 miles on it. And it drove great. But as soon as he got out of school, as soon as he got a residency, he started making money and he bought a new car. And then he let the old bug sit. And it said, you know, I thought I'd take it out for a ride after six months or so. But then it started missing, chugging, it's leaking oils, leaking fluids. He said, that's the same way we are in retirement. We have to keep moving. We have to keep things lubricated. We have to keep moving forward. So be careful not to let, you know, let slow down too much because otherwise you're going to stay not sharp physically, not sharp. Just, you, you know, depression will set in. And I've noticed that for the 32 years. Stay busy, have purpose. Stay busy, have purpose. A good way to wrap up this segment, that is for sure. If you would like to talk about your financial plan and your situation, you can see the kind of thinking that Kevin puts into the planning process. Yeah, there's the money side of it. We talk about that all the time here on the show, but there's all these other things that you should consider as well. That's all part of the process that Kevin walks clients through. It's called the simplicity process, and it walks you through not only the financial components, but these sort of softer planning elements as well. Uh, it's not hard to go through the planning process, but it does take the time to pick up the phone, call, and, and start asking the right questions and uh, understanding the questions that maybe you didn't know you needed to ask, Kevin can help you address those things as well. If you'd like to go through the planning process or just ask any simple questions that are on your mind about planning for retirement and your financial future, give them a call. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can get on the calendar, come in, have a conversation about your financial life and get on the right page and the right path forward. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888 888- 885 plan and always online at insightfolios.com. More coming up on today's show. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Welcome back. This is Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri City area with an office in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. On this show, we tap into Kevin's three decades of financial planning experience. He's also an author, uh, the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. And he was even born and raised here in Pinconning. if you're new to the show and don't know that already. Um, but we, we try to communicate that every once in a while to you. Uh, Kevin, I know that you, you love the area that you live in. You've been there for a long time. On this next part of the show, we're going to be talking about game night. Uh, we're relating financial planning and retirement to some popular board games. Were you a board game fan when you were a kid growing up? Do you still play board games occasionally? Uh, occasionally, yeah. Um, okay. And we played as kids. My mom is really good at it, you know. Um, 
played Monopoly, Sorry. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think back all the things. And, of course, Mom normally won. So, Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mom, was, Mom was good at just about everything she did. So um, she, she was normally – didn't have pity on us kids. Once in a while, I think she let us win just to keep us in, enticed. But the other than that, you know, she pretty much kicked our butt. That's too funny. I love board games. I uh, definitely enjoy playing them. I haven't gotten into the, like – I don't know, like some people are, are into the games that last hours and hours and they get more complex. I still kind of just like the classics, like M- Monopoly. But the problem is I can never find anybody to play Monopoly with. Everyone seems to hate Monopoly, at least in my sphere. All of my family hates Monopoly. My mom's the only one who likes Monopoly, but that's because she likes to be the banker and cheat so she can steal <laughs> steal 500s and all of a sudden have a whole bunch of money at the end of the game. Um, we recently got into playing Chinese checkers over Christmas. Um, my grandparents got my dad aboard, and so we all started playing it over the course of you know having a couple of days off around Christmas, and we got really competitive at it. And it's been a blast. I didn't grow up playing it, but we've had a really fun time learning the game of Chinese checkers and, and playing that. So it's been pretty pretty fun. I recommend it. If, no, if, any, if you've never played Chinese checkers, get into it. It's a fun fun little game for sure. Well, there's billions, if not trillions of dollars been made on these board oh, games. Oh, yes. So definitely. Definitely true. Uh, well, let's talk about some comparisons, some things that we can learn. We'll, we'll have a little fun going down perhaps memory lane and some nostalgia while we talk about game nights, but also learn some about retirement planning. So what can we learn about retirement planning from, you mentioned it to start off with, Monopoly? Oh, that's a good game. Uh, I haven't played that in years, Walter, but last year, we every year we go up to um, Toppenabee and we stay with some friends up there for a few days. And it was a rainy day, so we broke out the Monopoly board. And I forgot how much fun that can be and how long it can be, as you just said. And uh, the first game I lost terribly and I won the second game big time. Um, so that was a lot of fun, gave me a lot of memories. But if we think about Monopoly, what does that mean, Walter? The word Monopoly. Oh, uh, well, trying to, to get everything. Have a Monopoly. Have, yeah, have, have the market cornered, right? Yep. So I learned don't land on Park Place and Broadway Place and all, of you, all the railroads. You know, Every time you land on it, you had to pay it. Um, so one person owned all of those assets on the Monopoly board. But what are some of the things that we can correlate to Monopoly? Well, if you work for one particular company and you have all your assets – and that one stock, that's probably not a good thing to do. Walter, can we think of any recent companies that wouldn't have been a good thing to do it? Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know if this is recent, but like Enron, uh, yep. when it when it tanked, I mean that was obviously one that was big in the news. And then in two thousand eight, some of the some of the banks that that was a bad place to have everything in one spot. Yep, and then you know Kodak, right? Oh um, yeah, thinking Kodak. back. Mm-hmm. And the thing is. You know, we have some people who work for, you know, a particular company and they get attached to that particular stock because they're kind of loyal to it, especially the Dow guys, uh, Dow Chemical guys, because they provided their family and income all these years and they're loyal to it, which in some cases isn't bad. But don't put all your eggs in one basket. We know that one asset class, you know, don't go all in stocks, don't go all in bonds, don't go all in the bank, whatever it is, you have to diversify. And diversification is key when we're sitting down and we're talking about investments. So don't monopolize your investments into one particular asset mix or one particular investment going forward because we know sooner or later that doesn't that's not going to work and it's going to hurt you going down the road. It's a pretty good point. Yep. So monopoly, lots of good things to learn from that one. All right. What about trivial pursuit? I played that a little bit here and there. You know, you got to have a little bit of knowledge about a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. So how do we correlate that to financial planning well social security medicare taxes investments how do we create income income planning tax strategies you know estate strategies do you need powers of attorney all those things come in so when we're sitting down and we're talking to somebody we have to have a little bit of knowledge about everything 
not pertaining necessarily to the investment world, but pertaining into the income plan that's more important. So how how are all of these things complementing one another, and how are we putting all you know together all these strategies so you can have your best retirement going forward? And that's how we do it. We have to know a lot about a lot of little different things, and we want to incorporate that into your plan going forward. Uh, that's the one game where kind of master of all trade or you know jack of all trades master of none sort of helps you out a little bit it does yes trivia right yes uh now you said before the show when we were talking about board games you never played candy land but yeah okay all right so uh, i'll explain the game of candy land obviously it's it's popular among kids Uh, i think maybe i played it two or three times as a kid before you were like, all right, this isn't really for me, but it's purely the luck of the draw that determines how you move. There's really zero skill. It's one of those games where there's zero skill involved at all. But it's interesting to watch the kids play because they don't necessarily understand the difference between a game of luck and a game of skill. I played another one with my little, uh, I have some little cousins at Christmas that we were playing a kid's game. And I, the adults were getting mad at me because I, I beat the pants off the kids. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was so good at the game, but it was all luck. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like the, the outcome is literally predetermined. There aren't any decisions that I could make that really impact the winner of this game. So it's just a game of, of luck purely. So, you know, it's interesting, though, to watch the kids react because if they win a couple of games in the road, they start to think they're really good at it, not realizing that there's really nothing to be good at. Well, that's funny. That's probably the reason I never liked it or I never played it because it's got to have some sort of skill from in order right. for me to get involved into it. You can play a game of luck once or twice, but then at least for me, and it sounds like you too, it's, it's like, all right, well, I need, it to, I need it to challenge me more beyond this. So you're saying that really takes no skill, right? Right. So we can, I can kind of, you know, correlate that this way is that, you know, you pick a couple of investments and you get maybe lucky on one and then you think that you can repeat that skill going forward. Well, instead of, you know, recognizing it was just luck, what's the old uh, saying there, Walter, blind squirrel finds a a nut once in a while? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that happens to everything. So overconfidence can lead into bad decisions in the future. Your emotions get involved. We know that. So don't trust the investment, income planning, those types of things to luck. You're going to need somebody to help you go through that. I can get sick, Walter. You know, I can have a stomach pain. And look into the, you know, WebMD and come up with seven different diagnoses and maybe none of them are right. I go to a doctor who knows what they're looking for and run the test to make sure that I'm being diagnosed correct. Same thing here. When we're looking at investments, they have to fit. They have to, we almost have to diagnose what works best in your portfolio. Don't leave it to, you know, chance or no luck and just picking something based on past performance. Past performance necessarily doesn't work on future performance, and there's all sorts of things that are changing constantly. We just talked about a lot of those uh, just a few minutes ago. So take this into, you know, into stride, and you know, I, I would advise not leaving a chance. Sit down with somebody and, and get that plan going. All right, next game is the game of risk. And by the way, if you do want to get that plan going, uh, give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's the show number. You can dial in. Don't worry, we're not going to put you live on the air. You'll be able to talk to Kevin one-on-one about your financial plan or any questions that are on your mind to get the process started. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Whether you just have a simple question or you are like, yeah, let's go do a full plan right now, wherever you are on that spectrum, Kevin can help you spark the right conversation. 888-885-PLAN is that number or go to insightfolios.com. 
Com. All right, the game of Risk you also have not played. I only played it one time back in college, I think, with uh, roommates and whatnot. But the game of Risk is appropriately named because you can take some chances and enjoy a big payoff, or you could end up taking a big risk backward. Basically, the game of Risk, you try to dominate and take over different countries on the world map, and you're moving around pieces of like your army and that kind of thing. Okay, so we're talking about Risk, so that should be easy enough to correlate. So Risk. Walters, taking risk in your portfolio a bad thing? I would say no. In- inherently, it's it's not a bad thing. No, because taking risk over time has always you know, outperformed you know the more conservative investments. But the key is how much risk do you need to take going into retirement if we're talking about retirement planning? So let's say that you have been in a growth portfolio for 20 years and it's done very, very well and you're getting ready to retire and you're you know, 100% in on risk. How do you determine how much risk you need going into retirement? Well, that boils down when you come into my office, we're going to do that simplicity process and I'm going to look for what's what we call your retirement number. And it's the average rate of return you have to earn on your investments going forward so you don't run out of money. And there's lots of factors in there. How much social security you're going to you're going to get? Do you have pensions? Do you have rental incomes? Are you going to get an inheritance? All those things we've been talking about. And when I put all of those, uh, you know, inputs in, it's going to come out with a very specific number. And it's going to say, I need to average 2% of my investments going forward. I need to average 10% of my investments going forward. Obviously, whatever, the higher the number, the more the risk we're going to have to take. And there's, and there is such a number. If we need to average 10% a year, so you don't run out of money, we know that's not going to work. So figuring out how much risk you need to take in retirement is the first step, and then adjust your portfolio, your income portfolio to that so you don't run out of money. Very helpful. And uh, again, that is the game of risk. All right, last but not least, I know you had to have played this one, Kevin. Battleship. Where, oh, yeah. where Where's our uh, relationship between retirement planning and Battleship? Well, this is the one I used to play with my mom, too, and I don't think I won too many too many of these games. I don't know how she'd yeah. figure, out, figure that out. Yeah, I played Battleship with my dad, and he always won, too. This, this, was a t- this was the one he always had the upper hand on. Yeah, so we're trying to figure out, you know, your opponent's ship's lo- locations without seeing their side of the board. Uh, is Battleship around anymore? I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, they've is got it? a few different, like, variations of it, but it's, it's still around. So a good advisor is going to see the board even if you can't. What do I mean by that? Well, we're going to look at several different things that you may not be looking at. We're not going to, you know, we want to look at your retirement number. We want to look at how much income you have. We want to look at Social Security. When's the best time to turn it on versus taking it now versus taking it later? Are you going to get inheritance? How can we minimize the taxes on that? We can see all types of, you know, we can see all sides of the board that maybe you can't see in particular. And that's what a good advisor is going to do. They're going to sit down. They're going to build you a solid income plan based on your circumstances. No cookie cutter plan. Don't go into that situation where the big brokerage houses are giving you a cookie cutter plan. They're all the same plan for everybody based on how you feel about risk. And we just talked about that. We need to determine how much risk you need in your portfolio, not how you feel about risk. So sitting down with a good advisor, they can do that. They can see all sides of the boards. They can put together that plan for you to complement all those things going into retirement to get you to and through retirement with the confidence you're looking for. Again, if you want to get in touch with Kevin Ray and talk a little bit more about your own financial plan, get into some of the details that are specific to your situation, here's what you need to do. Pick up the phone, give him a call now while you're thinking about it at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area, office right there in Pinconic, so it's easy to pop in, say hello, have a conversation about your financial future and retirement. 
888-885-PLAN. Ask the questions that are on your mind from a financial standpoint. What do I need to do to be better prepared for retirement? Those kinds of things, always so helpful. Make sure you're asking the right questions and to the right people. Kevin can help connect all the dots to a successful retirement for you. 888-885-7526 is the number. That's 888-885-PLAN. All right, more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on the show today. Kevin, my question for you this week involves uh, a little bit of food, maybe, involved in the answer to this question, perhaps. Well, has to. We talk about it every week. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Do you prefer to watch a movie in the theater or at home? Ooh, now, most of the time, I'm going to say theater, Walter, and you hit on the, right on the nose, the food aspect. There's nothing like that big bucket of popcorn full of butter, right? Yeah. I mean, you can have a good bucket of popcorn at home, but it's not the same as getting it truly the there. Yeah. No, no. And then there's something about the big screen. And I, I can remember what, and I'm going to date myself, Dances with Wolves. It was a long time ago. On that big screen with the big bucket of popcorn and there's something about the big screen too and then you know the the surround dolby sound and the thunder going off and the rattling that just i i prefer the theater. oh yeah not saying i haven't went in the last couple of years for obvious reasons right but, um, exactly but i do enjoy the theater just the ambiance just the surrounding just you know it kind of brings you back to when you were a kid when i was in pink hunting we used to go to white's theater and you know watch the, watch the movies as we're, we're kids going up in town i remember we could take rc bottle caps sometimes and you know, purchase some of the movie ticket that it took to get in there and lining around the block here in Pink County. Just good memories from all around from going to the movie theater. How about you? Yeah, even um, with the, the most modern of theaters these days, there's still that nostalgia element, too, um, involved with it, of the being a kid and going to the movies and being able to kind of relive that a little bit. And I agree with you. You can't replace that popcorn, the smell of it. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to, like, go buy milk duds typically at the grocery store. It's just, like, it's one of those things you only buy at the theater or, you know, name your favorite snack like that. That's just It's a movie theater snack. It's the only appropriate place to eat it. Um, <laughs> the melt duds last a while. That's right. <laughs> yes. I will say that. I will say though, uh, it's very nice to be able to pause a movie if you've got to go use the bathroom, and that's the one thing in the movie theater you can't do. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I always, I, I, I always hate that when I've really got to go to the bathroom, but I really don't want to miss what's going on in the movie. And it's like, well, I can either be uncomfortable and not enjoy the experience, or I can miss part of it, and you know, but at least be more comfortable. And so you wage, you wage that battle and squirm a little bit and go, all right, what, can. I make it can i not make it what how much more runtime is in this thing you know so that's a funny dance to uh to do so that might be a, a check mark in the home category there yeah good memories of mm-hmm, definitely all right fun to talk talk about that kind of stuff when we come back we'll uh, wrap up today's show by answering uh, one of your questions right here on simply financial stay tuned what if we told you there was a simpler way to invest excellent well, that's what we thought Thanks for being with us today on Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pinconi. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask questions or listen to past episodes of the show. You can also uh, click on the button that says Simplicity Express and get a little mini quick financial plan done for you, a little assessment of where you stand financially. It's a great way to dip your toe in the planning waters if you're not quite ready for, you know, picking up the phone and giving us a call right now. But if you want to kind of do a little on your own research, go to insightfolios.com, click Simplicity Express, 
answer a couple of questions, and it's a great way to kind of get some initial info on where you stand in terms of your retirement preparation. Very helpful to do that. All right, Kevin, I want to answer some listener questions before we wrap up for the week. If you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN. All right, Marty has our first question, and Marty says, I've never used a budget in my entire life. Do I need to start budgeting now that I'm about to retire? Marty, that's a good question. So if we think about it a little bit, you're going into retirement. More importantly, everybody sort of has a budget, don't we, Walter? I mean, whether we're writing it down or not is a question, but yeah, we're all sort of living on a budget. So going into retirement, you want to know if you have enough money to do the things that you want to do. So I'm thinking an income plan is going to be your budget here, Marty. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you're going into retirement, we need to know your Social Security. How much is that going to be? We need to know if you have a pension. We need, More importantly, we need to know how much income do you need to live on every single year. We need to factor inflation in that, and we need to put all those numbers together to see what it looks like. So an example, you have $48,000 a year of, of bills coming in, and you have $50,000 a year of income. Well, then we need to budget. We need to sit down. We need to figure out where are these assets going to go? How, how are we going to be, you know, generate the income and what's going to be paid? Because that's a very slim margin. So a budget would be a good thing in that particular case. On the other hand, we don't know, Marty, until we sit down and we go through that process with you. Be, just because you haven't budgeted all your life doesn't mean we don't have to do that going into retirement. Where does it start? Sitting down, putting that income plan together, and just seeing where you're at. And sometimes when people come in our office, we have the conversation, well, we need to work a few more years. We need to take less income. We don't know that until you sit down and you put that income plan together, Marty. So give me a call. Come in. I'm happy to go over that with you. And then we can see about the budget. Again, that's 888-885-PLAN. If you want to pick up the phone, give a call and set up that time to visit with Kevin. 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-7526. Good question, Marty. All right, here's one from Wendy. Wendy says, my husband died in a motorcycle wreck two months ago. Sorry to hear that, Wendy. I'm just now starting to sort through our financial matters. He was 51 and I'm 49. I'm about to receive a significant amount of life insurance and I was planning to pay off the house with it. But somebody told me I shouldn't pay it off because interest rates are so low. Is it a bad idea to pay it off with this money? Well, Wendy, if you listen to the show, you know I'm all about no debt. But in your particular case, you lost your husband. I'm sorry about that also. But you're 49 years old, and depending on the life insurance going forward, I tell all my clients, when somebody passes, let's not make a decision for at least six months. Why? Because our emotions are raw. We can't think straight. We just lost a loved one. So take a deep breath, Wendy, and once we get through that period where you can, you know, you're kind of getting back on your feet, I think we need to look at if we save that money, what would it do for your retirement? Maybe we could take some of those dollars and generate income from that to pay off your house a lot sooner. There's lots of ways to look at uh, doing something like this uh, going into retirement. So if it's life insurance that you're getting, we know that that's tax-free. So we don't have to worry about taxes on it. So my advice would be, you know, take a little breather. You know, let's, let's sit still for a few months until you can get back on your feet somewhat. Let's sit down and let's see Based on your circumstances, maybe it is best to pay the house off. Maybe it isn't best to pay the house off. 
more importantly, we need now that your husband's gone, we're going to have an income shortage. Maybe we need to look at that also. Or in fact, we do need to look at that also. And like I said, we could use life insurance and we could use those proceeds maybe to generate some additional income to make extra payments on the house and pay it off. And you still continue to have that lump sum intact going into retirement. We don't know yet. It's too early and we need you to sit down. We need lots of, you know, we need to answer lots of questions or ask you lots of questions before we can answer those questions going into retirement for you and getting a good, you know, good solid answer for you. So I hope that helps you when you give me a call. I'd be happy to go over in more detail with you. I know it's difficult to uh, obviously go through that and then have to handle all these financial decisions that come at you, but definitely take those things in stride and at your own pace, and that's a great question to ask. Get a full review of your financial plan. If you've got some major decisions on the horizon, make sure you're making those choices and those decisions with the full picture in mind, not in a vacuum, not as a standalone decision. If you want to get in touch with Kevin and talk about these kinds of things, go over your financial plan, talk about retirement. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. You can call, set up that time to visit, and be well on your way pretty quickly to having a more secure financial future in place with a better financial plan. Pick up the phone and give a call to 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, thanks for all the help on the show this week. Really enjoyed it, and we'll chat again soon. Stay well. All right, we'll do. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to everybody next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.